Everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. To another episode of We're Not Wizards. My name's Richard. I'll be your host for me. Nobody ever joins in. Nobody ever joins in on the intro. Never sings the harmony. It's always continually disappointing. But I'm not here to be disappointed because I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling happy. Um, I'm feeling confident. I am feeling like somebody who is just rinsed down. They've got the mental out. They're feeling minty fresh. Almost minty. Over minty. You know? Overly minty. Yes. So joining me, who's not even going to bother waiting for an introduction. <laughs> I've got I've got Rachel Blasky from 524 Labs. Um, and we've had Justin on before. A long time ago. I don't know if he recovered mm-hmm. from his guest slot. I mean, it's true. I, I was in the background listening to that one. He's a, I, I know he still wakes up at four o'clock in the morning and screams out, Wizards! Um, I know that's <laughs> I know that's the thing. Oh. You know. You're just hacking into our cameras or something. <laughs> something like that. We don't know. It's, I, no, I, no, that's not true. Why would I do that? I've got better. i got... <laughs> I got better. I got better things to do. Um, but anyway, we 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 have like there's there's all types of freshness going on. We've got control. We've got cooperation. We've potentially got a little bit of dancing, and uh, but however, we've got we've got stuff to talk about. So first of all, the most important thing is how are you doing? I guess. Oh, I'm great. I'm doing good actually, comparatively. In the middle mm-hmm. of this quarantine, it it has been much worse. Things are much better now. I don't know if we want to go into that. If you're in a space where you want to share that kind of thing, or if this is going to be a completely different podcast, if you did that, because you're working as a team. You mean you and Justin work as a team? I'm assuming you make all the important decisions and do all the important stuff, and Justin's just been a hanger on. He's just somebody I mean, that just hangs about. He's really just the pretty face. He's the pretty face, and I get everything done. I didn't want to say that. Because <laughs> people might misconstrue it. And I know that recently you did take to kind of um, trying to expose his pretty face by giving him kind of like a little haircut and a trim. Um, and oh my it, gosh, yes. I, apparently it broke the internet because his face went on social media <laughs> and they just went, he's, he's, he's not only, he's, he's Baxky, he's Blasky. Oh. Um, oh my goodness. And uh, that that's what happens. That's not true. I just made that up on the spur of the moment. But um, <laughs> are you in these strange times? Are you managing to maintain 
the business side of things? I mean, is it is it something that you've has there been a lot of acceptance to things that have kind of been happening that are out of your control now? Are you just kind of having to more kind of like be like a a reed in the wind and just bend which with whatever way was what's happening with regards to manufacturing and stuff like that at the moment that's going on? I mean, honestly, it's it it changes day by day, mm-hmm. and so there's some days where I feel like I have some clue as to what might happen, and then mm-hmm. something happens the next day. So there's reading the wind days, and then there's I can do this days, and as long as I can just be okay with whichever one of those days it is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's that's not even just manufacturing. That's like, you know, making breakfast. Like, <laughs> my, making sure I'm getting out of bed the like, correct way. Yes, yes. My kids are gonna be like, okay, what kind of day is this going to be, Mom? All right. So... Because um, you, you've, got, you've got a reasonable-sized... Um, collection of smaller versions of yourself um yeah yep. how's that been i mean i take it you're having a role with a homeschool i mean i've got one that i'm looking after that i'm homeschooling you know helping homeschooling at the moment mm-hmm. and you've got a fair fair number more i mean is it what's it what is it like at the moment is i mean is it just here have everything to do and then just please leave me alone for 10 minutes or are you regimented have you got excel spreadsheets is there different colors on the excel spreadsheet are you running have you been accidentally sending the homeschooling stuff to the manufacturer and have recently your children completed kind of 5000 entry cases for mint cooperative is what i'm asking there is there is such a blend in so many ways in all of these conversations. <laughs> because I mean, legitimately, like, mm. are you hacking into my cameras? Because how do you know that my favorite spreadsheets are Roy G. Biv and that <laughs> I really do have all of those things happening? Um, I remember so my daughter, uh, she's twelve and yeah. uh she had a rougher transition to middle school Mm -hmm. and so i actually brought her home to homeschool her before all of this mania yeah and uh so she was around during the mint control pre the preparation for it yeah and so one day she finished all of her her homeschool and i said great i will pay you in brush markers because she really likes art. Uh, and I had bought some very nice brush markers from the hobby store. And I said, I will pay you five markers to prepare 10 mint control prototypes to go out. Wow. <laughs> and they were done and done well. And she was the proud new owner of like a nice deep red and a black. And like all the things she needed to do her next project so um it like i said blending uh, and and when you say spreadsheets yes, yes i live in spreadsheets and my children's lesson plans are on google sheets and i make a new tab every day and i copy paste the next you know and we i fill in the next day's work and <laughs> it's creeping me out how much you know about me Richard. i'm just you know it's like sherlock holmes <laughs> mm-hmm you know, you've stepped mm-hmm. into my room, I've looked around, you know, I've seen the various markers and stuff like that. I'm just I'm just laying it down. <laughs> I'm just laying it down. 
gonna have it yes. as. I but, mean, you even know all of my my hair cutting adventures. I mean, this I, is... it's like an entire kind of. It's almost like how you can tell what's happening with the weather. Mm-hmm. Just the different <laughs> colorings. It's like a mood. It's like one of those mood rings you used to get at the dollar store. You pick mm-hmm. it up and go, "What are you feeling today?" And then you yeah. can just tell. But I, you know, um, that's a strange thing, isn't it? I mean, it's kind of like my. Um, you know, my partner at the moment, they're kind of like, I've uh, I've just missed my, my hair appointment. The look in their eyes regarding, you know, I can't kind of really get my, do that regular thing that has become like a regular thing. It's like, I think it kind of, it was like one of these things that's like, there's certain silly things where you sit there and you go, this is actually quite real. And I think for them kind of be going, oh, I was meant to be kind of spending a couple hours at the salon today, kind of getting the getting the old roots done and the hair cut and coloured and stuff like that. And I was kind of like, kind of laying it all home. And I think it's kind of continuing kind of small, small things. Have you, have you had to set up kind of boundaries for kind of, I guess if you're doing this already in some ways, well, you're homeschooling some of the kids, have you, have you already, is this kind of like, well, it just means that everybody's now kind of understands where I'm coming from. You know, I I knew you, you kind of, you had this all kind of laid out and knew what you were doing anyway. But have you had to set kind of more boundaries with the other kids to say, right, okay, this has got to be the time where we've got to get the work done and this has got to be the time where we can play around as much as you can, basically? Well, my kids, I... I have one biological son and I have three kiddos that I adopted all Mm. at the same time. And we, because of that, you know, have a lot of trauma issues and things Mm. like that to be, uh, you know, delving into that. And, and they crave a routine. And uh, so things that I actually, when you're working, um, I actually have to think about this in terms of preparing for Kickstarters. I mm-hmm. cannot have it uh, when my kids are having a massive transition. Yeah. So, for example, I would never run a Kickstarter at the beginning of August because they're getting ready to go back to school. Yeah. And it is absolute chaos. They have meltdowns, they mm-hmm. have explosions, and and there is always uh, a thousand meetings at the school because I'm trying to get them uh, the support that they need, and um, so that's even something that I have to think about with my job, but when this just dropped on us, mm-hmm. um, typically I plan uh, for the summer uh, starting in April, I will take, you know, two months to start to plan out what our summer is going to look like. Yeah. I will build out routines. I will think through all the different things that we're going to be doing and I will scale back on work. Um, and I'll make sure that everything's handled in different ways so that they, uh, that we just have a plan. Mm-hmm. There was no plan. There was, hey, guess what? You now have your kids for the rest of the year. <laughs> and that was difficult. <laughs> um, my kiddos, uh, I had actually given up 
and I had decided that I was going to send my daughter back to, yeah. to public school, and she was supposed to go back the day that they canceled it for COVID. Wow. And I had prepared myself. I'm like, okay, now I can ramp back up. I need to yeah. get ready for mint control. I'm going to yeah. get all this ready. And and then um, that didn't happen. And uh, uh, so we've just been – I've always uh, – homeschooled my kids as they needed it because uh they have very complex backstories and so if they're having a rough year i will usually bring them home if they need to be and give them the whatever extra attention that they need and my rule was always i will homeschool any one kid at a time but i will never homeschool more than one at a time do you get Thank that you, flexibility? Do you get that kind of flexibility? Because over here, there's not as high a level a home of real kind of ho- of kind of homeschooling. Um, but I don't know if that's because, like my my wife's like a family worker, so she'll go in and she'll kind of organise kind of help and support and assistance. And there's generally a lot of kind of. Um, that kind of thing. I think it's kind of like there's more like a gradual stuff because we've got like the because we're a horrific socialist communist country. We have thing you know we <laughs> you know generally there's a lot more things provided by the state, um, and so you know that's what my wife does. But is there a higher? Because mm-hmm. I only really heard a lot more the term homeschool um, when I've begun to know more people from the states about you know this it just seems to be something mm-hmm. that's kind of like a more more popular and part of it is because well I need to be able to reach my child's needs or they don't feel the kids right. need to be met as well so is that is that like a more mm-hmm. popular kind of thing over there well I would say that it's not popular it's definitely a subculture kind of thing where mm-hmm. uh, a lot of different religious situations um feel more comfortable that way or you know you've got people who are wanting to unschool you've even got that like it's just a very it's almost like a political leaning kind of thing to me anyway um but what i would say is that uh with me personally i have had a myriad of different jobs that have allowed me to stay home uh and so i've always kind of put that my family is usually my first priority and coming into the industry has only happened once my kids were, were older and in school. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was starting to have this availability during the day. And I was like, well, I suppose. And even during that time, when I first got into 524, uh, helping out with customer service and stuff, I was watching my my niece and babysitting her during the day. And she was adorable. She was like under a year old. And I would get up and do the 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. customer service emails. And then she'd come over. And then when she would go down to nap, I would do more emails and things like right. that. And, and then um, now it's during during the quarantine, I would say we're finally in a better place uh, because it's been going on long enough that we've achieved our new normal. Yeah. Um, and so my kids have gone through that transition. So this would be the equivalent of September 
with for my kids, September, October, after yeah, yeah, going back yeah. to school in August. So we're starting to kind of know the routine, feel secure in what we're expecting and what that looks like. And one of the things that I did is I made this routine and I, and of course it was a spreadsheet and there was lots of colors, but uh, <laughs> there. It, as, as a lilac, do you have a lilac? No, no, I always do Roy G. Biv. I love the rainbow. Oh. So <laughs> I had the kids's plan for the day and it was, I tried to, like, yeah. you know, sprinkle in breaks and everything. But more importantly, this time I made a, a second and third column and I showed that mom and dad are doing things too. Yeah. And that was, they're not used to that. They think the world revolves around them. And it was, it's, it was really hard at the beginning because if I was trying to work and they couldn't immediately have my attention, even though I was sitting next to them, it was really difficult. And I lost track of, so many sentences and emails because I mean they would interrupt two and three times before I would finish the sentence, and uh, get like half folk are getting half oh emails and stuff like that. Today. I know. <laughs> I, I I have sent so many things and actually clicked unsend right at the last wow. second. I'm like, wait a yeah. second, what did I just say? Yeah. And um, and so. Uh, Justin, he has always been working full time through his, this entire wow, ev- the whole the, everything. Yes, he's been a full time software developer the entire time, and he's also able to work from home during this quarantine. And so his company had said something to the effect of, "We know things are really weird with everybody's home situations. Yeah. If you need." to reschedule your office hours as long as it works with your team you're allowed to and that was a turning point during my quarantine <laughs> because i was yeah. finally not expected to do everything at once yeah because before it was no you're not going to get time to do this later because you're going to be exhausted because you tried to work and homeschool and take care of a ho- house all at once all day long and now you're going to pass out at six o'clock and it we changed it so that he works in his office from 8 to 12, and then he comes home from work. He comes upstairs uh, from 12 to 3, Yeah, and I'm allowed to work then, and I can give my full and complete attention to work. And so I don't spend from 8 to 12 trying to do two things at once. I can give my full attention. I mean, I know that women are incredible multitaskers and all, but it really, it sucks. So I... Don't try. I give the kids my attention from 8 to 12, and then from 12 to 3, I'm working, and then 3 to 6, he goes back down and works, and I can, and the kids, I can, I usually have them do play some sort of board game tournament around that time, and whoever wins the tournament gets to choose, like, a movie. Wow, okay. (laughs) And then, and then, so, like, they throw down their Pokemon, and they're like, oh, yeah, I took you out. I'm like, awesome, you get to choose the movie now, and now go disappear (laughs) for two hours, because I got to work some more. So, (laughs) that's really how it's been going. And then, with with regard to, like, around the house, it is definitely much more 50-50 than it ever was, because I just can't keep it all going and do all the things and so it's definitely equaled out and uh once we kind of hit that rock bottom we've been coming back ever since because we're in our new normal too yeah it's strange it's kind of like all of a sudden i've gained two hours a day just because i've not commuting Uh, it's true i mean do you get 
do you guys do you have to drive really far for work? It's like an it's like an hour away each each way. But it, you just wow. all of a sudden and rather than kinda leaving the house at kinda half seven, quarter to eight in the morning, it's like I'm not. I'm I'm here. I'm you know, I'm working from home. I don't have to worry about it. So I'm basically I'm you know sometimes I'm I'm getting breakfast while I'm starting work. I'm kinda like a man of leisure. I'm kinda sitting here going, This working from home is great. I love it. Yeah. It's yeah, fantastic. You know. My waistline doesn't appreciate it. You know, my waistline right. doesn't appreciate it because <laughs> I am so much closer. You know. I just to the fridge. I yeah, exactly. It's that kind of thing. It's the cupboard thing. And there's like, where did all the gluten free biscuits go? And it's like you realise that yeah, I can eat them. Which takes me back to why we're doing the kind of the fitness stuff, mm-hmm. which obviously nobody will be knowing about because we mentioned it before we started recording. <laughs> I, don't even, I, but, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we're just editing everything, right? We're just the YouTube videos. <laughs> That's all. It's like, okay. you know, it just takes a certain time when you're just like going, I really need to cut down on biscuits or accept the fact that I'm going to have to potentially roll to work. You know, when we do go back uh-huh. to work. So, you know, I've been doing the kind of the um the kind of the YouTube video fitness thing, which mm-hmm. is fun. But um these people um don't have make you think your they your genes want, are a failure. You want to just give up. <laughs> I'm, Maybe I'm the genes are a failure. I don't know. I'm genetically <laughs> inferior. It's not that. It's like you know, it's like they're talking while they're doing exercise. They're talking at you and they don't even sound out of breath. <laughs> you know, and we're gonna punch you and, and, and we're gonna go the, the lift. And, and I, just, I can't breathe. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I finish and I'm gonna take a shower. You know, my partner says, So how was that? And I'm like <laughs> Are you going for your shower then? <laughs> you know, I yes. kinda turn into some kind of I'm sure if I went underwater then that would sound like whale song you know that's <laughs> this is where we are this is where we are with this but you know they're like going and we're gonna pop it and that and I'm just like how are you talking at the same time I can barely <laughs> I'm trying to coordinate I forgot what my left and my right right is but then it's like if I don't this is the new because I've now got the time back so would I use that time up so I get up at I'm, I'm, I'm disciplining myself to get up at the same time and do some exercise and half an hour exercise right. isn't that long, actually. It's quite fine, you know. And know. blessed, oh. blessed be YouTube for all your free, <laughs> your free content videos. Oh, but, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but anyway, try to get it back to board games. Board games. Scrabbling away from this pit of the this pit where we are. Um, you. I mean, in general, five twenty four has um worked extremely hard at running. Some very successful kind of Kickstarter campaigns. I mean, most mm-hmm. of your campaigns have kind of got into the high five figures, you know, early kind of six figures. Mm-hmm. Did that, has that given you kind of like a, a little bit of a cushion? Because I know of other guys that are like, you know, the, them delaying the manufacturing is going to cost them money. Them delaying getting the product over is going to really, really cost them money. I know some guys are panicking a bit about getting stuff manufactured in China and other places and getting it sent over because the longer it's out there, the longer it's not delivered, it's kind of it's kind of really hitting the bottom line. So with yourselves, have you got 
<clears throat> have you got that kind of little bit of of a cushion because you've you know you've obviously been very good at running the campaigns kind of so far? Well, I would say that uh, the margin in in board games is not amazing. However, if you no. are paying attention and you are are cutting corners and making sure that all of the things that you need to do are done correctly and responsibly, mm-hmm. you know, with stewardship like we are charged with being on Kickstarter and having these these people pledging us. Uh it's Yeah. I would say um right now we're okay. Um, mm-hmm. whereas a lot of other places, they, uh, the main thing is that since we haven't manufactured yet, we're not sitting on tons of inventory like a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, that said, it's not like this, uh, crisis has really slowed down a lot of the board game purchasing, honestly. Um, it kind of has, it, <sighs> That's one of the things where we're not sure what's going on most of the time because now a lot of people are ordering things because they want to support or they are bored at home and they want board games. Yeah. But people want people change their minds all the time. So uh, it's not something that everybody is counting on to continue. Um, but since we haven't printed yet and we have that money set aside to print, we're not feeling like we're uh, we're down on sales because we didn't have inventory ready at the time. So, uh, in that way, I'm, I'm not upset that I don't feel like we're, we're getting hit badly right now. Whereas, um, a lot of people feel like that because all of their numbers have gone down or, um, distribution closed down or, or retail locations are closed. We're not in that kind of space because we were already kind of didn't have anything yet. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So where where what point where are you with the projects? Well, right Just now, now. Yeah. um we are sending everything uh it we just went through our samples for Mint mm. Mint Cooperatives campaign and we sent all of the adjustments back and they should start printing this next week. So that will be that first big order. And then um, Mint Control will be going in probably in the next month. Um, And so we're continuing on um, in that way if additional orders from distribution, because we're starting to be carried by distribution now. um, Wow. Uh, they're going to put in their orders and and we can get any extras that we need from that order. Are you are you taking over more and more of the operational stuff or were you always? Because with Justin kind of working, as you said, full time, has this become, are you heading up more and more of the operations? Well, uh, Justin did everything on his own all the way through the men right. delivery campaign. Um, it was, it was him and, uh, his partner Mel and I was not involved at all. And Mm -hmm. then, um, when things got real crazy with the mint delivery campaign at the end, trying to fulfill, he needed help keeping up with customer service, you know, replacements and things like that. So that's when I stepped in. And Uh then, um, at that point he was real tired and, and I kind of picked up more and more things and, uh, he was able to kind of sit back a bit. And then, um, 
along the way, we decided, hey, you know, you've been doing this for six or seven years straight alone. Why don't you let me give you a break for a bit? So he's kind mm-hmm. of used this time to uh, just kind of renew and rejuvenate. And and while I have continued to run things and and uh, continue making games. So he's he's not as involved as he used to be. He's he's more enjoying. He's like, I can come home from work and be off work. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where he's at right now. He's enjoying a little bit more. I mean, he's he's much more into Animal Crossing right now than he is building out more games. I I don't yeah I kind of I I no I'm not gonna think you on Animal Crossing because people like what they like and you know Animal Crossing seems to be very pure apart from the horrible capitalist raccoon or whatever it is trash panda <laughs> that seems to be running the show um, <laughs> but yeah I mean if people want to do that then that's kind of fine does that mean that you are you getting more and more in terms of the design type no, of thing that, then I. I am a lot of things, but a designer is not one. So I am learning more and more about taking pitches and bringing in more amazing designs that are from outside the family and uh, getting real excited about some of the things that are in the future that I can't talk about quite yet. And um, it's just been amazing because once we had Mint Cooperative and people saw that it wasn't just Justin designing that Brian and and John were doing it. Yeah, yeah. Then I've it's just kind of flooded in. They're like, oh, oh, I want it. I have something. This would be great. And then the flood of Mint Tin contests and the there's been so many design. Um, the design restriction for a Mint Tin game is a very alluring one to someone who wants to try something new or be challenged. And and there's a, been a lot of really cool stuff that came out. Um, one of the things that we just recently announced was uh, we're going to publish a Mint Tin game that is not a Mint series game. It's uh, called Starforge. And uh, Jason Greeno won the Game Crafter uh, yeah. Mint Tin contest, and he, uh, I had been talking to him about it, and I was trying to decide if I felt like the market would allow me to put out a Mint Tin game that was not a Mint World, like Mint Universe game, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we decided to go for it. So that's going to be um, something that that we're going to kickstart here in the future. Is it is it quite easy to is it is it quite easy to kind of like then get a lot of people kind of just contacting you? Have you do you get now? You said you've opened the floodgates, but you can now get like are you getting pitches kind of like all the time? Uh, I try to keep it pretty simple. Honestly, I I go huh. looking and asking people more than they bring it to me because people. Oh right, okay. Uh, I mean, some people do. Uh, but I usually find what I want looking more than receiving, if that makes sense. But uh, for example, when I go to a convention, I'll usually put three or four spots on my, on my calendar to take pitches. And the people who have contacted me throughout the year or whatever, if I I check and see if they're going to be there, if I want to see, and then 
inevitably there's always something that comes up while we're at a convention and uh, I, I end up seeing something cool. Uh, but um, I usually am just scouting forums and I look around and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. What a neat idea. And um, I am reaching out to them specifically and saying, hey, I'd like to see your game. What do you think about, you know, showing me this at this time or I, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. would like to talk to you about it. So that's kind of what I'm doing more than more than that. Have you been um have you been looking at anything on a digital format in terms of kind of like tabletop simulator and tabletopia and you know because they seem to have been seem to have all of a sudden a lot of sprung up out of nowhere. It's kind of like board game podcast really. Um <laughs> there's a lot of people who are pushing on that right now. Um I mm-hmm. am not a fan of of that cuz I don't know. I like digital like as in like on apps. I like playing games on apps, but Tabletopia and Tabletop Simulator, yes, I can use them, but they're not my favorite. Uh mm-hmm. For example, last night um yesterday I played Tapestry. Um the I had I like to talk smack a lot. <laughs> like I <laughs> I will usually start off like a game night just like I'm going to like just telling them I'm like I'm going to crush you. I'm sorry, but it's going to happen. And it has no bearing on the actual outcome. I am not I very rarely actually win. But I mean you said at the beginning fun. of the show before we went and started recording you and I'm going to humiliate you on the show. Oh good. You're going to quit podcasting <laughs> after this. You know, you're just not, you know, this is uh you be prepared. I'm not going to call you by I'm gonna here. calling you by your incorrect name. You know, I'm just going <laughs> to mispronounce you. I'm going to uh-huh. ask you on several occasions if you who the hell you, you know, if you know who I am kind you're of making thing. Me out so it to was be quite a bully. It's quite in, quite in, <laughs> we don't and we don't tolerate bullies. <laughs> on the show, um, um, but on yeah. the other side of it, okay, no, okay, flipping that over, <clears throat> not <laughs> try and flipping, flipping like a wrestling move. Take that, <laughs> you bully. Um, All right, but one of the things that's come up quite recently is um, Asmodee. <laughs> They've started um, basically serving notice against like a lot of. Um, a lot of these mods on a tabletop simulator. How would you, f- how would you feel as a smaller publisher at the moment in this climate? How would you feel if you went onto tabletop simulator and found that somebody had painstakingly produced kind of like um, mint cooperative or mint control or mint delivery or anything like that? How would you, how would you feel if you, if you saw those mods on these tabletop simulators? I would be flattered. I mean, honestly, I am, I mean, you, you know, I, you might not know. I, we put all of our PNPs <laughs> out everything. free of charge. Yeah. Well, yeah, I saw that. True, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I mean, I, I, we want, I absolutely want people to have full accessibility mm-hmm. uh, to our products that they can't, I mean, 
it's only a $10 product. I mean, really, it's not, if you want a a fully produced version, it's not a huge deal. If you don't, like, here you go, you can go print it out yourself. But a lot of people want to, you know, own the real thing, because we put a lot of work into making it super high quality. Like we, we were talking about how, uh, you know, the age old sleever versus non sleever debate. And the people are always wanting to sleeve the cards and then it won't fit in the tin. Yeah. And people, anytime they complain and say, well, I want mine to last for a long time. I can, there's, there's a guy who, and he's probably played it a lot more since then. At the time he said, I have played Mintworks 168 times and there is zero wear on the cards. And it's because we really tried to put, high quality cards in and you know get them coated and and because we know you can't sleeve them and so mm-hmm. there i mean for ten dollars you should probably do that but at the same time uh i also feel bad that i can't always ship to all the different places uh because their local post is awful and mm-hmm. i can't keep sending multiple copies of games because they keep getting lost in the post because they can't get them to their Peruvian village, you know? So like, I am really happy that we are able to give those things out so that people can play them if they want. And so when I see things on tabletop simulator and tabletopia, I just feel like that's really cool that they took the time to, they cared enough about playing our games that they put the work in. So, I mean, we have, Mint works up on Tabletopia, but uh, I haven't gotten a chance to put all the rest of it up there. I mean, I, like I said, I've got a little bit of stuff going on. So I had, somebody asked the other day, when are you going to have the rest of the Mint series up on Tabletopia? And I, I, I legit answered, <laughs> when I have 48 hours in my day. So <laughs> I just couldn't. It is what it is, people. It's a labor of love as well. I mean, I Okay, I'm not being nasty as my day because I understand where you're coming from, uh, getting a bottom line, but um, and increasing it um, by firing people. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. They, well, it doesn't you know what they're gonna do? You know, I know. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> they're not gonna oh, give no. you the games. That's what it is. I, think, I don't care. I'll buy them anyway. <laughs> if I want a game to review, I'll buy it. If I really, really want to review a game, I'll buy it, and that should be you know the greatest compliment of all. But on the other side of it, it's like, I see where the argument is, which is like, well, you're copying an IP, but there was always this, <laughs> there was all this, there was always this argument about kind of video game ROMs, mm-hmm. where people were putting video game ROMs on these ROM sharing sites, and Nintendo was Sony and everybody was constantly issuing kind of takedown notices. Oh yeah, but the to torrents. me. Yeah, but to me, kind of like, if somebody's taken the time to put my game on Tabletop Simulator or Tabletopia or something like that, like you said, it's like, for if you give me 48 hours, I can do it. If somebody's done a damn good job of it, then they've right. actually invested the amount of time. So it's not a case that they're like, just like saying, they're not like... They're not like hovering. They're not like hovering their mouse pointer over a picture of tapestry, pre- pressing Control C, <laughs> Control A, <laughs> Control C, and then moving that into Tabletopia and press Control V and right, done it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ha ha, Jamie, had you? 
they're actually taking you know they're actually taking the individual items in some cases they're kind of like scanning them in kind of taking photographs getting all the graphical properties and mm-hmm. kind of putting them on the pieces and adding in the pieces and the rule sets and stuff like that so i, I don't i kind of <clears throat> i get it yeah i really do and i don't mean to be nasty about you know they know i'm only kidding they know I'm kidding, but mm-hmm. you know, but they're they're big boys, so you punch up. And but you know, but at the same time, it's like I can understand, but I kind of don't understand. I think the timing's just a bit lousy. If this had taken, is this if this had taken place at any other time, if this had taken place, say, like a year and a half ago, or if it was taking place in like five years' time, where they were saying, right, we're going to be stopping companies. Anybody from using our IP, then I'd understand. But at the moment, people are screaming out to be able to play games with their friends because one of the things about board games is the social aspect of it, as everybody's aware. I don't get it. You know, and and nine days out of ten, at the end of it, they're probably going to go ahead if they really like the game. They're going to want their physical copy anyway because a lot of these people love to have their cardboard just there as well. So. It's a strange, it's a strange situation. I mean, would you ever flirt with a kind of the digital stuff yourself uh, at of all? Of course, of course. I think that it'll be amazing when we have Mintworks Digital. And uh, Oh, you're doing Mintworks Digital. All right, uh, I didn't I, I am not doing Mintworks Digital, but I have uh, a studio that is going to do that. Yeah. And uh, that should be coming to Kickstarter soon too. So I... I'm excited to see. I know that they're continuing on down all the other series, and it'll be mm-hmm. really exciting. I I love playing um, all of the apps on my phone. Um, yes, and I have. Uh, so there was another podcast called Long Distance Gaming, and they. Uh, that's basically that that lends to my smack talk nature and <laughs> talking while I'm playing an app. And then uh, basically we would just explain what we were doing and I, and, and I would just whine a lot and say, look, look, he's crushing me. It's not fair. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then we would also, you know, chat about other board gamey things while we were, while we were d- yeah. doing it. And then I would always lose and then I would be mocked. But uh, yes, I think that the, comp- the competitive aspect that you can kind of turn on with some people makes them enjoy the game more or they can actually uh, not necessarily it depends on if they're competitive people but it definitely increases the excitement for the game like oh this is this uh, you actually care so now I actually really really care and because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people who don't care if they win or lose which I think is great I did a yes. thing the other day on on uh, Meeple University, they asked, like, do you want to win? And I said, well, I do really like to win. And some of my best memories are when I crush, like, other gamers that are really, you know. <laughs> but it doesn't happen very often. And I'm such a bad lo- bad winner. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I expect third. I mean, if I sit down for a four-player game, I'm third. Uh-huh. You know, I I accept that, but see if I win. Oh, I'm so bad. I really <laughs> I and I and I do it in a kind of a sarcastic way, so people go, Oh, he's just being sarcastic, but it's like, no, no. I mean it. I won. I am <laughs> declaring so my I'm declaring my victory in your face. But we're doing it in a friendly way. Yeah. So you think I'm being sarcastic when actually I'm just like, eat my dust. 
dust boy. Uh, see, yesterday see. I played Tapestry twice uh, because right. I had never played it before. And I had smack talked all of this because I was going to play it on Tabletopia with some friends. And I had gotten them all excited. We were, we were even throwing down like, oh, if she wins, she gets this. And if, if you know, because I had made this huge deal about how I was going to win. Well, so I was like, Justin, I really need to play Tapestry. So I know what I'm doing tonight. And he sat down, he played it with me. And he had played it once before. I had not played it. And I thought I was doing awesome. I was, hmm. I was like, I finished out my, my game and I was at like 189 or something. I'm like, that's cool. I mean, my that's first time. Pre- that's decent. Yeah. That's decent score. I felt, yeah. I felt like that was respectable. And then I lapped him on the board. He was that far behind. And then he finished his last income turn and he went, he got like 150 points in the last. <laughs> and I'm no like, way. what is this? And he won 302 to 189. And I wasn't even mad. I was that impressed. <laughs> I was like, how did you do that? And then that night, I played four player. And I was dead last. I <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> like, Rachel, what? what is I'm like, wow, this is this is really bad. And then I read my Civ card wrong. And so I did horribly on my Civ uh, points. And yeah, but I still had a blast. And I had a lot of fun. And everybody's like, let's play again. So that's... But at the same time, um, I played Tapestry with Justin with the cardboard. And uh, just sitting there uh, setting it up. Just felt good. Like I'm like, okay, this goes here. This is like, okay, that makes sense with this yeah, because I was yeah. using it to explain it to myself yeah. while I was doing it. But when yeah. you just load up Tabletopia and it's all set up, it just looks like so many pieces. It's way intimidating. And yeah, I I'm glad that I played it in real life before I played it on Tabletopia. I think it's easier to kind of um it's easier when you're playing on Tabletopia. In these places to sometimes get into a bit of a rhythm, you know, That's when you true. know kind of like the turns and stuff like that. Um, and speaking of getting into a little bit of a rhythm, um, well, maybe not rhythm, <laughs> but maybe a bit of shaking. Is this your is this your way of bringing up mint twerks? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> that segue was fantastic. Yes, it is. <laughs> that was a great April Fools, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I I just love it. it. We've been talking about doing that for years, and then the night before, I was like, "Oh, tomorrow's April first. We should do this." <laughs> but now you need to do it, though. You actually need to do some kind of game. Can you not do some kind of game, or is this kind of like, are you gonna kind of take it to? Because I just read it, I just like I just laughed because I thought it was hilarious, and, I, and then I was like thinking, "How's this gonna work?" <laughs> I mean, and I was just wondering. I just wanted to think that you get the actual mint tin, mm-hmm. and how you you select your move that you're gonna do, and what to do is in order to select your move, you put the mint tin in your back pocket, and you give it a little <laughs> bit of a <laughs> of a shake. And then you 
then what happens is you close your eyes, you open the tin, and you take the counter out. Ah. And depending on the colour, that depends the power that you've got. What you know, what it's worth. So, like, say a white one's worth one. Um, you know, um, you know, yellow's worth two. You know, brown's worth <laughs> three. You know, bright blue's <laughs> worth four. You know, and that that decides the number of combo moves you can do in that particular. I was like planning. This is planned out in my mind how this game's going to work, and then the are next you pitching person me a puts game? A- like this is like. No. Seems like a pitch. I mean, I would just, you know, a couple of cards. I mean, the person is like they've got to do combos of different moves, and they can link them together. And the idea is that you have a set number of uh, like turns and twists and steps. Mm-hmm. And the more powerful steps that you get, you can combo them. But you've also got to make sure you're maintaining the rhythm as well, so that you pick. You've got a dominant color that you have. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you pick a blue or a white or a yellow or a red or whatever, <clears throat> that has to be every fourth piece that you put down or something like that to maintain the rhythm of the dance. There you mm. go. Done. You know, there's a game mm-hmm. called Hedgehog Hop. <laughs> I hate it already. <laughs> and I bought it last year on Kickstarter. And I even bought the deluxe version. It has like uh what's the word it's not resin um uh it's not glass what is it you know the uh it's like almost plexiglass i'm leaving you just struggling and drowning away as you pick (laughs) plastic sand it's made out of sand it's made out of sand thank you um (laughs) anyways i upgraded so that it was nice tiles Mm -hmm. and and my kids will play that. And it is, it's like that. You have to maintain the rhythm. It is, see, there's a game out there for you already, Richard. You didn't even know. So this is the thing. That this it is doesn't why, have to be a minute. This is why, <laughs> I know. I know this is what worries me now. And I'm like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it's kind of like building cities through an age and using different technology. And you're going through the time or through the ages then. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, back to the drawing board then. You know, yeah. and all these ideas that I come up with somebody else has done. There's interesting there's a there's a there's an insult in Scotland which is um um which is in connection with hedgehogs, which is basically I hope your next poo's a hedgehog. Um, which <laughs> <laughs> which I always thought was amazing. Um Yeah. So, so there you go. Um mm-hmm. What's next for you guys then? I mean, you're busy, busy, busy. You know, is your next game going to be Mint Bees? Um, Because that was a theme for a while that everybody liked. Ah, yes. No. Mm -mm. Nope. 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 Actually, we, uh, with Mint Digital, we're going to probably be spotlighting them a little bit. Mm Because, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to not having to run the Kickstarter myself because it's not us. It's like, okay, cool. I'll just, you know, point everybody at you and I will not do that. Um, and then there, I mean, there's, there's some exciting stuff coming up. I'm just saying that we've got all these things that are going on now that we're getting through manufacturing and, and I have some exciting things that, just might want to keep an eye out for that I can't quite talk about yet. 
seething. Okay, so if we are, if we have listened along to tonight with distinct, you know, and measured appreciation and fascination, and we'd like to keep up with what you are doing mm-hmm. at 524. Well, where, do, where do we find you on the internet webs? Well, on the interwebs, uh, there is 524labs.com. There is mintseries.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And I am, you can always find me on Facebook. That's kind of my platform of choice. Uh, and there's 524labs, the page, and Rachel Blasky is where I'm running around uh, doing all sorts of things there. And then Instagram. Yeah, Instagram is on it has five twenty four labs, but uh, I still haven't kind of gotten into that. That's more my daughter that cares about mm. Instagram, um, and w- Twitter. I'm sort of there. <laughs> I'm sort of think everybody's sort of there. On Twitter. <laughs> I'm there because I have an obligatory presence, but I do I'm not there check I it frequently. The contract. <laughs> I'm there because one day I foolishly. Because if I didn't, then somebody else would have got the the username. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, oh, I'll tweet. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is history. Yes. And what we'll do is we will make sure that we put all those links in the show notes so that we have notes to show. Um, If you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, just go to the internet webs and search for We Are Not Wizards and you'll find us in all the different places. Worn out faces, bright and early for those army bases. Um, I don't know. Uh, you got into that rhythm thing. Um, yeah, you kind of. I was keeping on going, but I couldn't. I couldn't kind of keep it going. If you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, if you were, if you want to read our words, go to we'renotwizards.co.uk. If you want to hear my voice, you fools, go to we'renotwizards.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those other silly places where they've got the podcast catchers of choice they've both got the words pod in them the words cast in them or if you're trying to be popular like spotify you've got none of them scum <laughs> um if you like what you've listened to tell somebody else because that's how we spread like butter um there's only a couple more things to do thank you very very much for coming on i know no, it kind of no went problem. left and right and everything like that this has been i had fun you might not have yeah I mean, forged with regret. <laughs> I, I, I just, this is my all day, every day. Just going this way, and then, oh, oh, let's go this way. And <laughs> this, this, I've zinged when I should have zanged, as he would say. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but there's only a couple more things to do. The most, the probably the first thing is to remember that we're many things, but we're not wizards. Are we wizards, Rachel? Absolutely not. Yes. Brilliant. I'm only happy because I've been messed around in the last couple of episodes and it's <clears throat> made me sad. It's so nice to hear somebody kind of forwarding on with message, which is what I like oh. to hear. And the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from the rather wonderful, rather fantastic Rachel Blasky. Say goodbye, Rachel. Goodbye. Goodbye. And it's a goodbye from me. Remember, stay safe. Stay at home. It's ASMR time. Um, stay safe, stay at home, make something awful. Roll sixes. In any order. We're in, you know, lockdown. Just do it. If you want to roll sixes, then stay safe. Then make something awful. Then stay at <laughs> home. You sort yourself out. That's all I'm saying. But until the You're next so time. <laughs> uh, 
just you know, I don't know. Do you know what? Do you know what? Just, just do those YouTube workout videos and be happy that you're a red-faced, asthmatic, sweaty mess after 15 minutes. You can still, you know, and that gut's never going to go unless, you know, you, as soon as you stop the video, you go downstairs and have a cup of tea and all the biscuits. But until the next time, goodbye. A wizard is never late. Is he early? He arrives precisely when he means to.